This is Heavy Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Pittsburgh Steelers, how the defense improved, the offense under RG1, Kirk Cousins' injury, RG3's knee, and much, much more, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 what's up? Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to Harry Hog Football, episode number 334, in which Aaron had to get a new microphone. Aaron has a new microphone. We apologize for the technical difficulties of the last few weeks. Aaron was wiggling his wire furiously, but it was to no avail. Because it was the microphone. <laughs> Is it a Shure SM57? It's a Shure SM58. Sure. It's a 58. Are you sure? The workhorse of the industry. Sure. I'd like to thank Sure personally for being one of our sponsors on our documentary film, Coffee for Lemonade. That's coffeeforlemonade.com. Thank you. <laughs> um, Welcome back, right. Josh. How's I'd like to, I'd like to also thank um, Desmond C. Lee, too. Desmond, Desmond C. Lee, Lee, our sponsor, our yep. longtime now benevolent sponsor, yep, who have, uh, is definitely getting cranked up here on Twitter lately. Um, sent us some pretty interesting stuff, including the first uh, the first that I saw of uh, Albert Hainsworth's new restaurant, which we'll we'll touch on later with just the tip. <laughs> and if you want to follow him on uh, Twitter, you can follow him. He's a massive Redskins fan at Desmond C. Lee too, because Desmond C. Lee one was hacked. Hacked. And um, yeah. And hopefully we won't have a uh, debacle of a um, technical nature this week, so people won't have to text and tweet and complain about how they had to turn it off because they couldn't get through it. <laughs> I couldn't get through it. I'm talking to in, you, Tom Jackson. I couldn't get through it, but I was in a stupor. I was in a I drug get through phase. it, but I was like, well, I couldn't get through it. Josh, how's your hand? Apparently you've been hanging out with... Uh, was it the Cleveland Browns that are having a staff? No, it was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are having a breakout of staff infections right now, I read today. Dude, it's serious stuff, man. It is serious stuff. I'm not kidding. You can, like, lose a limb if you're not careful. I think he's dude, been hanging remember, out with the Saints. Remember that dude, Noble, that went to First Colonial High School and was yeah. a lineman, defensive lineman for the Redskins, and he got a staff infection and it ended his career. He almost lost his leg. Yeah, dude, it's messed up. It's, uh... Yeah, it's called a MRSA staph infection, like M-R-S-A. And uh, it's serious. I almost had to go into the hospital. They almost had to put me on this IV for a couple of days. Did they have to amputate almost? No, but they cut cut into the palm of my hand quite a bit and took a big chunk, so I have a big bullet hole-looking thing in the middle of my hand. (laughs) That's gross. It's pretty pretty bad. Why did you have to send me that nasty picture that John can post in our... At the end of did, the podcast. Did John post it? No, but I'm going to. It's so nasty. <laughs> I know you guys you can't help but look at it, kind of like a car crash. When John posts it tonight. Anyway. <laughs> it's, my hand is not actually in that photo. Yeah, but the That's... aftermath of the operation was. 
<laughs> Dude, I was awake for the whole thing. That's I couldn't have been. You were under that. local though, I'm sure, right? Yeah, I was under local, but you can still like feel what they're doing and like you know, Dude, feel the pressure. They would have had to knock me out because I would. And the sawing. I would have fainted probably. <laughs> there was no sawing. It was all blade. It was all scalpel. Uh, like an Yeesh. exacto knife. Exactly, a number eleven to be exact. Dude, wow. that's gross. Was that like your normal family doctor? Or did they have to send you to no, like a specialist? I went to the primary care physician. He's like, uh, I'm sending you to the hand specialist. So I went I'm to the hand specialist, and he was like, whoa. He's like, all right, I hope you didn't plan anything for the next few days because I'm getting ready to cut into your hand. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then next thing I know, this four-inch needle comes out, and he's like shoving it all the way in there. That's what hurt the most. Like all up in my hand and numb my whole hand. There's like two nerves in there, and he numbed the left side really good, but the right side not so much. Dang, <sighs> yeah, it was pretty bad. So, and, so, so that's why you missed the last podcast because you had your hand almost cut. Because he has MRSA. Yeah, not dude. To be consent, not it to was be confused. It's painful. It's painful on its own, and basically, and it's very, it's highly contagious as well. And and basically, so why aren't you in the hospital? I missed the last because why aren't you quarantined? Did, he did all this, and then he like drugged me up, and shot me full of antibiotics, and I had to go dumped and take you the under the interstate oral antibiotics, pretty much, and left oral. me in a bathtub full of ice water. <laughs> and took your spleen, <laughs> and basically sent me home and said, "I want to see you at nine a.m. And when you come back, if I don't see improvement, we're checking you in." His office is like right next to the hospital. He's like, ah. "We're gonna check you in next door." And I came back, and he's like, all right, the swelling's gone down, and it looks like some of the redness has come out. So I'm going to keep you on this, like, super antibiotic stuff. I don't know. It was like, dude, I've never expected any of that to happen that day. I was just like, I got a blister. I got something under it. I think it might be infected. I dug around in there. I can't get any find any splinters. And he's, and, and he's like, yeah. He's like, um, yeah, it's nothing you did. It's just like. This bacteria that lives on surfaces, you know, could have been on the handle of the shovel, could have been in some dirt I picked up. I don't know. So, so anyway, anyway, dirt. now that we're seven minutes school. in this week, maybe we can start talking about football. There, Last there's week. our rambling, <laughs> but but isn't that isn't it exciting that you know about my hand? You and, and Brand, you and Brandon Noble have something in common. I don't know. I I think Former it was. Um, how does this segue into the Redskins? Let me tell you. It segues like this. Tomorrow I get in the car and drive up to get ready for the Bills game on Saturday. Which hand is it? It's my right hand. Hopefully you're not driving stick shift. <laughs> I am not because I would not be able to. It would be mighty hard, mighty hard to. So do you're that. going to the Bills game tomorrow. Going to the Bills game. Yep. Thanks for the invite. You're welcome, dude. I invited you, as a matter of fact, months and months ago. Um, when? What? Oh, gosh. Like what? earlier this summer, I said, I'm going to the Bills game, guys. If you want to go, my friend's a Bills fan, and we're going to get some tickets. Oh, yeah. You did mention that. <laughs> I don't remember that. I think it's because you've only been on like four podcasts in the last four months. What? Yeah, when? Said- <laughs> what? When? What? When? Um, <laughs> so, are you going to go to the Hale Barbecue, guys? I got an email back from them. Did you really? I, I told them about how much fun we had at the Dallas game, and they were like, "Hell yeah!" They were like, "I can't yeah. wait to see you guys again this year." 
So you need to go represent over there. This week, though, for the um, for the preseason Bills game, Hell Barbecue is uh, like bring your own meat. They're going to have grills, and you can just like, right. throw your stuff on there and cook it yourself. It's a little strange. But normal, during the regular season, they have a huge spread. Yeah, during the regular season, it's awesome. It's a little weird. It, 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 they're bringing grills. Interesting. Yeah, and it's free. Just I mean, free. they just want to... They just want to... They just want to have a, people hanging out and chilling and being Redskins fans. It's so much to the point that I liked it that from now on, I'm never buying a parking pass again. I'm just going to like... Yep. Show up and go pay those guys like ten bucks to eat food there, right? Which is officially technically a donation. If you guys out there in Harry Hog Nation decide to ever do that, it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good setup and tons of Redskins fans around. I mean, we met some really cool people. It was awesome. Yeah, awesome. So you should you should go swing by there. I don't remember exactly where they are, but it's on their website. So, uh, Josh, all right, represent. I'll go check it out. I'll go check it it's out. It's outside one of the main gates, like at the at the at the short end, like the end zone end or something. Yeah, they get like, they get like a little spread at a I can't remember by these. Yeah, Jersey they've got walls. they own like ten parking passes. And so oh, they get in there right away and they Wait. just so that's Wait. they technically have the ten spots that they take up. Which yeah. um which lot is it in, do you know? But they don't bring ten cars. They yeah. bring like a couple of, <laughs> a couple of tents and stuff. Which lot tent. is it in? I don't, I don't know, but know. if you go to hailbbq.com, you can find it. They'll tell you exactly where it is. And they're cool dudes. And they don't, we're not like sponsoring with them or anything. We just thought they were cool. Yeah. And it's a lot cheaper than a $100 parking pass. Uh huh. Or whatever. With a green lot. Where is the green lot? That's that's where my pass is. Um, It's close, but it's not like right up to the stadium. I think there's one little section of the green one that's close ish. I mean, none of them are far away. It's in the parking area. It's not like you're. You're parking and catching a bus or anything. <laughs> a shuttle. And Josh, this is a good game for you to go to because you're going to get to see a lot of your favorite player, RG1. RG1. Yeah, right. Dude. No, I'm serious. He is going to play a lot. Yeah, I'm serious. He's not my favorite player. Oh. Well, what about Ryan Kerrigan? Because he tore it up the other night. He did. He did indeed tear it up. Dude, he he's ready. He third year, third, oh, yeah. third year. He's ready. This, this is this is going to be his bust out year. Third Still not sure year. if Arakpo is going to have a bust out year because he seems to get dinged up a lot. He got a thigh bruise or something. Yeah, they they said he could play if he wanted if they if it were the regular season. So fair Dude, enough. Is he going to be but, one of those guys that gets hurt like every year? Seriously, I hope not because he I'm has potential. About that. Yeah, you know, what, I, to get you know in what I'm there. talking about, like other people that I used to really talk about on every podcast. Another uh-huh. linebacker, Mr. Nichols. Exactly, dude. Dude, you, he needs we to need to call him Mr. Nichols plus one since that was his his number elsewhere. Well, Arakpo needs some practice because I'm still blaming him for that touchdown of Chris Johnson in Week One. Yeah, even though what's his face got totally burnt on it, it was because Arakpo took that bad angle. Yeah. They dude, Aaron, him it was Rack. the first you say preseason game. Yeah. As you say. It was the first time, you know, they they were just out there getting their first hits on. So, you know. Now if he did that in week one, then I'd be a little concerned. All right, dudes, did you guys I'm assuming you watched the game on ESPN, correct? None of you were there, right? Of course. Which one? If we the were there, Steelers? we would have told you we were going, dude. All right. Yeah. Well, listen. Did it 
drive you crazy when that chick kept asking RG3 the same questions? Like It drove him crazy because he's like, I'm trying dro- to watch the freaking game. I don't think it drove him us crazy as crazy as it drew as it drove him. You could yeah. tell he was trying to watch that game. And he tried to get away a couple times and finally was like, Oh, I gotta watch this play. Like there was a roar and he turns around. He's he like, Oh, we it. almost had a pick six there. Oh, Oh, he almost broke he was it. Starting to get annoyed. He's like, "Oh, Sky Dawson almost broke it." Sky Dawson. I don't know, dudes. I'm working on my RG3 impersonation. He's like, "Oh, Josh's dog EJ Biggers just got burnt." EJ Biggers gums. Here's what I have to say gums. about EJ Biggers after that game. Well, you know who who needs. Well, I guess we'll talk about him later. But Dijon oh, yeah. Mustard did not have a good game. Dijon was pretty bad. I mean, one, he got hard done by that helmet-to-helmet hit because he was going down to the bread basket to knock the ball out, and that guy grabbed, caught the ball and spun around low. And, I mean, he's the one that spun into the contact. So I, I, that was BS that he got flagged for that one. But other than that, he, he had a terrible game. Is he? Yeah. All right. At some point later in the game, he got burnt, and they said it was someone else that got burnt. I thought, I thought D. John... Mustard was uh, 24. Yeah. And they said it was some other name, so I don't know if there were two 24s. It was There's, probably Champ Bailey. There were some multiple <laughs> yeah, right. 47s on the field. <laughs> if we would still have Champ Bailey, we wouldn't be in so much of a predicament. Uh-huh. I uh, know. I said it way back in the day. Way back <laughs> in the day when you were all pumped about getting Clinton Portis, and I was like, man, no. we should be keeping Champ Bailey. And our second-round draft pick. Second round. That was a dumb trade. I mean, Clinton Portis was great and everything, but that was a dumb trade. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in case you guys didn't see it, the Redskins went out there and beat the Steelers 24-13 in the second preseason game. Um, did, did you guys get the feel like in the third, I don't know if it was the third or early fourth quarter when we went down there and had that drive where we started doing like a little <coughs> flash of our real um, uh, offense? With it was the when pistol. Pat White came in. Yeah, but it was only for one drive where he started running those pistol plays where he actually kept the ball. Like the first two quarters, they, the quarterback never kept it. Yeah. Even when he was in, the first two and a half, three. And then we they like got that uh, touchdown. Or the field goal to pull within, what, six, seven, whatever it was. And then all of a sudden Mike Shanahan was like, "Uh, hey, we need to go in here and just go down here and score real quick and put this out of reach and then go back to our vanilla offense again. (laughs) That's what it seemed like to me because they just marched down the field that one drive. Yeah, it ended up at one point, it was that was in the fourth quarter, and it ended up it was uh, 17 to 13 at that point. And that was, I think, when they started doing that. And then they'd like put Roy Helu in with the third team. It was almost like he was a ringer. He did that that long like shoot right up the middle. And he was so much faster and athletic than anybody on the field at that point. He just shot right through him. It was like, whoa, who is that? Oh, he's like a starter. He's like our third down back. Yeah. Yep. What so it was almost not fair, but you could see, I mean, RG3, you could see him on the sideline when they because of course they kept showing him and everything. They were into it. They wanted to win. Especially after losing to them last year. What what happened to Chris Thompson? With his injury or whatever. Apparently he's fine. Because hmm. he came back in the game. And what about... I guess um, he wasn't hurt that bad. Yeah. 
What about uh, uh his face? Uh uh, uh, uh that no, big fat fatty face? that does the electrocution uh no Kirk Cousins. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely he has sunshine. A high sunshine. foot sprain. It's not list Frank disease like everyone else is getting this week. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like that's the uh that's the uh Injury, injury du jour this week. Yeah. What is it? Li- Liz Frank or something. Liz Frank. That's what happened to our other rookie. And <laughs> Liz Frank. And that dude from the Steelers that got hurt, he's got Liz Frank. Everybody's catching Liz Frank. It's some it's like ligament tear in your in your uh, foot. foot. And P.S. What was you, up with Kirk Cousins on that play? Why didn't he like either slide or get out of bounds faster? Because that dude I think was, that dude caught up to him quicker than he looked. Because I watched that play. I actually watched it just a couple of hours ago because it was on the <laughs> NFL Network again, and I watched it, and it looked like he he thought he was going to be able to get out of bounds in time from watching it. Because yeah, I thought he the was same close thing. to doing it too. I thought the same thing. I think that guy, because he was he didn't like slow down at the last second or anything. That guy was flying. He was running his tail off to get yeah. out of bounds. He was trying to get out of bounds. Because we were all, I think we're all of us were saying the same thing. Dude, slide. That guy's about to hit you. Crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he'd already gotten the first down. So yeah. I don't know what the big deal was. Well, you know, another lesson learned for another quarterback. Get your butt out of harm's way. You can't be running around out there getting hit by all these massive linemen and whatnot and linebackers. Oh, and our defensive line was cranking it up. Dudes. Dude, I know. Even on second and third team. Chet Baker was all over the place. Rob Jackson. Rob's suspended for four games. Jackson was all over the place. Barry Cofield. Barry Dude, Cofield. Barry Cofield had a great game. Josh, do you know what's going on with Barry Cofield and his hand? Um, uh, he has a fracture, I believe. He yeah, fractured he fractured hand, but, in that game. But they said it didn't. They they didn't think it would keep him from playing this week. That they thought, you know, basically put a cast on it and let him go. It just gives ah, him an extra man. club to use. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like all like Joe Jacoby style. <laughs> so just beat people down with it. Did he break his hand in that game, or did he already have the injury going in? Uh, it sounded like he broke his hand in the game. I thought. Probably hitting big. Ben I think it Marcus was in the game. Him. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, dude, that who, sure was in the game. Whoever was trying to block Barry Cofield was horrible. He was doing all this old lady stuff, letting them pass. Did you say who old you talk, lady? Who are you talking about? Is there, uh, uh, uh Tyler Columbus? Oh wait, that's part of our O line and our own line report. Yeah, that's no. I'm talking about the Steelers right now. This is in our D line report. Yeah. Whoever that Steelers dude was over there, I forget his name. But he I don't was know. Willie Colon. <laughs> no, Colon. But, oh, so I'm glad you brought up Willie Colon because, dude, the Steelers always their tackles are always like four feet off the line, and they only call it like every hundredth play. They called yeah. it in this game. They're always like that. I remember a few years ago when we played the Steelers, and I was like, John, look. Every time Willie Colon lines up, he's like five feet off the line, and they're not calling it. Colon didn't want to get pounded. He was doing his best. But the and remember, it was so bad in that game that Colin you were able pow. to say if this is going to be a pass play or a run play because a pass play he'd always be lined up five feet off the line, and a run play he'd always be right up on the line. 
Mm-hmm. It was so Absolutely. easy. Absolutely. Well, the problem is, and they've done this ever since they've had Big Ben as the quarterback, is that their offensive line sucks. They just rely on him and his size, his, uh, I guess, girth to take the punishment and to be elusive and whatnot and to just throw people off like linebackers come up and he's so big, mm-hmm. he, can, he, can, he can physically push some of them away from him, you know? And they've he's kind of like a quarter giant. The quarterback there. He's a they've quarter always giant. Ha- yeah, he's kind of like a quarter giant. <laughs> Not like a half giant. Dude, like, it's, other, it, like other people we know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's been their M.O. for a few years now. They just don't have a good offensive line, and they keep doing that to him. Where I didn't see much of half giant. Did he play? He played. He was in. I don't remember anything to remark about him. Yeah, well, yeah. That'd be good if he was an offensive lineman. <laughs> Ryan Kerrigan was tearing it up. He was blowing stuff up everywhere, not to mention the pick six. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, he he was just kind of all over the place. How many sacks did he have? I think. Where's Will? I think he only had one officially, but I think he was in on the second one. But I I'm just not love the, stats the fact guy. that that play where he jumped up to uh, tip the ball. And grab it was very reminiscent of that final pick against Dallas last year on December 30th that Rob Jackson had. Yes, it was. Wait, didn't Ryan Kerrigan? Ryan Kerrigan had one of those last year too, didn't he, in preseason? I think he had one near the very beginning of the year in the regular game. Yes. Yeah, but if we can actually get a Rackpo back, dude, that's going to be a pretty stout front. Like really back, and then Defensive like front. really really back. Get him in there, and then after four weeks, we'll have Rob Jackson and Jarvis Jenkins back. But I'm still very concerned about the cornerbacks and safeties, just like last year. Dude, you don't think we got something in Jose Gums and EJ Biggers? You don't no. think we're all set back there? And that Emerson dude, <laughs> I think I don't know if it was his fault on that play, but what was up on that one? deep first down throw of like 12 yards where he just looked all confused and was still standing up by the line of scrimmage. I think he was confused, so he was standing up by the line of scrimmage because he's a rookie. <laughs> I don't know if it was him or the safety might have been supposed to come over, but he looked all like, man, like someone was supposed to come over and cover him, or man, I messed up, but I couldn't tell which. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the fact that Rambo was having such a horrible game. Again. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, so it was either him or Ram. There's like so many rookies in there. It's like, who are they supposed to look up to? And it's trial by fire. Well, we're getting Josh Wilson back. Well, that's good. This weekend for this game, allegedly. So yeah. that should help. And of course, I mean, this is game three coming up, dude. So we all know that's when the starters are going to actually play a decent amount, even though we're playing RG1. Didn't D Hall get hurt in this game, too? Um, I don't know about that. Well, he didn't play very much. Did he get hurt? D Hall looked kind of, every time I saw him, he looked kind of sluggish to me. D Hall's odd. Odd body. I know there's people listening that are going to be like, don't hate on D Hall. I'm not hating on him. I'm just, he's hot. He's odd to read because he'll be like, act like he's injured or something. And the next week, come back and have like an awesome game. Sometimes I think he deeks people with that. Yeah, he's yeah like he that pretends he's banged up and like then the quarterback throws it over there and all of a sudden. I think that might be gamesmanship on his part in some cases. Sometimes. He's just an odd fellow. 
He is an odd fellow. His name is D. E. Hall. You know who else I didn't see much of in this game? Who had an awesome game the week before? Who? Who? Fred Davis. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think from what I heard, and Josh, you probably you've probably gotten some of this as well. Like Fred Davis, they were given they they're kind of you know giving him some playing time, but you know he is coming back from a from a Achilles injury, so they they don't want to play him too much. And the same thing with Minifield. I think I I read that they're probably not going to play him this weekend just to give him a rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're taking injury. it easy. Not everyone's an Adrian Peterson or and hopefully RG three when it comes to these serious injuries. Achilles injuries used to pretty much mean your career, didn't it? Well, your Achilles is always yes, and part of it is because your Achilles, when you tear it, it it never it doesn't like he it it's always going to be a little bit shorter, so it's never going to be quite as good. So, dude, look what ha- um, I want to point out. Somebody else that I thought had a good game, uh, really quickly since we're talking about this, is the Cowboy Killer, our slot guy now. Uh, he's back there in the a uh, little deeper in the um, in the uh, depth chart for receiver, but I thought Santana Moss had a really great game. Um, you know, he had some great long passes, longer passes that were thrown to him. Uh, he went up and got him. He brought him down. I mean, I thought he did a great job this game. Yeah, Santana Moss is awesome. And he's always classy because you know he's he's in that position being the slot receiver now. <laughs> yeah, I don't... did you guys see that fourth down where he caught the ball and it was a little or third down and it was short and he was like getting ready to do his little spin move, his classic <laughs> like throw the yeah, ball down. Yeah. And he looked over at the sideline and saw he was like a yard or he was like a few yards short and was like, oh man, because I think there had been like a penalty like right before that. Yeah, I don't think uh, he could have celebrated because he didn't get the first. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the thing. He didn't get yeah. the first down, so he's like, all right, there's no <laughs> celebration. But you know, like, so many, like, younger players would have been like, yeah, I made a catch. Yeah, a rookie would have done it anyway, and then we would <laughs> have all been like, been look like, at my catch and look at my muscles, yeah. you well, know? But the fact that he didn't do the celebration there is because, you know, he didn't want us to give him a kick in the balls award for doing something like that. <laughs> Probably. A veteran like that would not do sure. that would not celebrate when he was short on the first down on third. Well, I think that was why Hankerson, after he made that, after he had that two-hand drop earlier in the game, made that awesome one-hand stretch-out catch for the touchdown. That was a nice catch. That was a great catch. I mean, we said it, and people have been writing it. He's like the new Mm 50-50. He's the new 50-50. He's like Gary Clark was. Where you'd just be like, dude, they hit you in the numbers twice in a row. Why'd you drop that? And then the next throw, it's almost like the athleticism takes over on the harder throws or the harder catches to make. And they just do it instinctually. And sometimes I think if the pass is so easy, if you throw it right in the right spot, they think too much about it and they end up dropping it. You mean like Garcon? (laughs) Dude, you always bust on Garcon. He's 50-50, dude. He is so not 50-50. He's more like 75. He does drop some easy ones and then turn around and make hard ones. Dude, this is coming from the guy who who used to bitch about Chris Cooley. Dude, he went 6 for 7. He dropped an easy pass. Well, I'd rather him drop the hard pass. Would you rather have Hankerson have caught that pass with the two hands, Mickey Mouse all style, and drop and catch that one and drop the one in the end zone? I'd rather him catch both of them. 
True. True. He's a professional. True. True. If all these guys were 100% good, we'd be 19-0 and and going to the Super Bowl, or winning the Super Bowl. Well, I guess at that point you would have won the Super Bowl. And that's Bowl. what I want. Hence, I that's what I want. That's what I want. That's why you play the game. Yeah, RG3 was so pumped to watch the game, and that woman was annoying him. He's like, Seriously? Oh, man. Seriously. Yeah, I actually, when, when it got to that point, I actually changed the channel back over to the Nats game this evening. How's on your, the NFL replay, your, I was just like, shut up. How's your knee? How's your knee? So there's not going to be a decision? Oh, can so we, can there's we just no have, decision. Could we do a poll and find out how many people out there actually think sideline reporters should exist? Is there anyone out there that thinks that they're worth anything? Sideline reporters are pointless. The only thing they're worthwhile for is when they actually report on the injury, which is now getting fewer and far between. Because teams are getting keeping that crap uh, close to the vest. Uh-huh. Finally, which is what they should do. Or they're just relaying just the information right back up to the main broadcast booth. Yeah, and or or they just go with subterfuge, but then people will be like, oh, they lied about this injury, blah, 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 and the NFL will get all pissed off. Did you guys see at the beginning of the game where it looked it looked to me like um, uh, RG three went over to Shanahan and was like, "Am I going in?" And RG and Shanahan was like, "No, get over there." No, they no. Were, what happened he was, was he totally was totally joking with him. I thought, yeah, Shanahan. He was walking up to Shanahan. Shanahan was said, "I think he said, looking at when I was trying to read his lips, but his eye kept distracting me." But I think he said, "You ready to go in?" No, no, no. Just kidding. I know that's what I saw too. That's exactly <laughs> what I saw. I was like, he was like, I thought he said. What are you doing over here? Shouldn't you be in there or something like that? Yeah, and he pointed and, out to the field. Yeah, and he, he pointed like, no, out there. No, 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 no. Like, get and, your and, and RG3 was like, really? And he's like, no, 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 I'm just right? kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Uh, I'm just kidding. So, uh, I'm just kidding. I love the fact it was in uniform again, too. Speaking yeah. of the quarterbacks, have we heard anything about whether or not um, the big cuz is going to play at all this week, or are they rested him, too? Nothing. Uh, don't know about that. No, they're saying he's not going to play this weekend. So we've got four quarters of Josh's favorite player and Pat White. <laughs> and you know what? It, near the end of the game, Chucky, who celebrated his 50th birthday during that game, and I thought it was nice that they uh, sent the cheerleaders up with a cake. Um, that was interesting. I thought it was really nice. They actually put it up on the jumbotron there at the stadium to say something. And they had Chucky in like a picture. Did um, it say Chucky? It said Chucky on the jumbotron. And then the picture in the booth with them had, it had said Chucky and had a picture of Chucky, except in holding, he wasn't holding a knife. He was holding a cupcake with a candle. Like, happy birthday. Yes. That was hilarious. <laughs> that I, was how come fun. I didn't see that? Where was Dude, that? They kept it on there forever. Was it at halftime or something? Maybe there was some lag hey, time. It was, dude. Yeah, it was on there for a long time. It was on there for like two or three minutes. It seemed like. I mean, I know it wasn't that long, but it was on there for a good thirty seconds. I'm sure. Because at halftime, yeah. I was walking the dogs. Yeah. 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 Anyway, what was I talking about there? Where was I going with that? Cheerleaders. Cheerleaders bringing cakes and Chucky and oh, the point that Chucky made near the uh, it was getting near the end of the game, and he was like, "I'm really surprised." at how easily with how smooth the flow is between the plays and the quarterback style of RG1 and Pat White. 
Like they're completely two. It's like two very different offensive styles, and yet the Redskins just have all these plays set up for each one. And of course, Pat White's running the same RG three style stuff, but you know, RG one ain't running that same uh, play system. He's not running the pistol. Yeah, it was like he said that he thought the Redskins had basically two different playbooks depending on who's the quarterback. Yeah, that I mean, it's hard enough with one to get it going at the at at this level at this level we wear caps and sleeves at this in this league son um but to have two completely different ones two completely different systems that you're just like okay now we're going to switch i have to say it's really offensive linemen have to learn it differently it's really refreshing to see the redskins not have a boring offense for the first time in like i don't know it's years. really refreshing to see the Redskins have an offense for the first time. Yeah. Other than like the second half of of the Schottenheimer. Other than uh, wide receiver screen. And a little uh, bit of Joe Gibbs uh 2.0. Run for Don't two even yards. get started on Norv Turner. Seriously. 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 Cut. Dude, why was Hazlitt up in the booth calling plays? Is he sick or something? Maybe he had a staph infection. They had to quarantine him. He's never up in the booth. What was that all about? I wonder if that's what they're doing, a new thing they're doing. Maybe he decided to try it. Maybe he got tired of Shanahan glaring at him on the sideline. I don't know, and the refs like kept making all these like BS little late hit calls and stuff. The referees were pretty bad in this game. And what was up with that late in the game where the ball hit the... What? All right, let me make sure I got this right. Hit the ref. The Steelers punted. Oh, this play, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the ball hit a Steeler first. And then a and Redskins Red got. And then the Redskins jumped on the ball, right? And they said illegal touching. I don't. They understand called it, it illegal touching and said that it was dead at that point, and it was still. It, it, well, Chucky came back on. Chucky came back on after the commercial, and they said that it was the right call because it brushed the Redskins' arm, but we never first. saw it. We never okay, yeah, but then they didn't, they didn't really show a replay that was conclusive of that, I guess. Okay. Even if they did brush a Redskins arm, why is that illegal touching? I thought you were allowed to touch a punt and it's just dead there. I didn't know it was an actual pen, penalty. Because everyone we always downs a punt. Well, perhaps that's a newer rule the way that goes. I don't know, Who to knows? be perfectly honest. They probably just made it up. They probably just made it up there because... I don't know. They felt bad because they kept penalizing the Steelers' offensive line because they were so bad. Nick the Greek will probably look that up in the playbook and send us clarification. That'd be sweet. Um, yeah, the Steel. And what was up with Ben Roethlisberger on that one? Um, what was it? Where he tried to do like some late slide and London Fletcher, I think, hit him. Yeah, he did a really he was like, Dude, late seriously. Slide. And London and Fletcher, Fletcher like, popped him. He popped him pretty good, and he got up like he was pissed. And Fletcher was like, "Dude, you just you slid like right at my feet. Your bigness like, you was not even, even halfway down. Yeah, it's like your butt didn't even touch the ground before I ha- hammered you. You can't Dude, get mad at me about that." I was totally doing like the inner monologues when they are the you know what <laughs> what they were saying to each other. Like um, that happened, and I was like, they got up, and I'm like, Roethlisberger was like, "Huh, hey Fletch, that wasn't too great of a slide, was it?" And and he was like, dude, I don't even know what that was. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. Next time, just hit me harder. <laughs> dude, I, and speaking of London Fletcher, he got that um, 
What did he get? His unsportsmanlike penalty for fighting, like in the first couple minutes. But we of never the game? really saw what happened. All I know is that my mom texted me and was like, "We need to cut that guy. We don't need what? fighting on the team." <laughs> I was like, "We're not going to cut London Fletcher." And then she wrote back and was like, "Is he any good?" No, she wrote. She no, no, she wrote. He didn't start it, did he? <laughs> oh my! He didn't start it, did he? Oh my, that's hilarious. We don't need fighting on the team. <laughs> we, we should cut that, that guy. So we don't need that kind of behavior. <laughs> so I got you a brand new Albert Hayeswood jersey. Is he any good? Oh, no. no, he's not. <laughs> he's good at eating at CC's or Only his sold. new restaurant. Only sold in Haiti. Does what? he have a new restaurant? Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to touch on that in the uh, hog slop. What's it called? Hainsworth's Pizza. We'll touch on it then. Hainsworth's Pizza. Hainsworth's Pizza. (laughs) I don't know. I just, I think Shanahan was quoted uh, about that. He was quoted as, he said something basically about, I wouldn't want to work there. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Anyway, um, I guess let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll uh, give our our game balls and kicks and uh, discuss a few more little things and. Round this thing out. Sounds like a plan. Josh? Yep, yep. Bring it on down. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. In a world where Dallas fans roam the streets. It's generally unsafe to look into the skies at night because you realize you're looking at stars. I only mention it because sometimes there's a man. I won't say a hero because what's a hero? But sometimes there's a man. And I'm talking about Desmond C. Lee. Sometimes there's a man. Well... He's a man for his time and place. Yep, that's Desmond. Thank you, Desmond C. Lee, 2013 benevolent sponsor of Harry Hog Football. Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter because Desmond C. Lee 1 was already taken. Hey, dude, don't go away, man. Come on, this affects all of us, man. Our basic freedom. I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. Enjoying my coffee. Cialis. Man, we're listening to some funk. Hello? Is John back? Uh, hello? Is John back or is he logging out? I've not heard him. Well. Um. What was I going to say? There's something I was thinking about right before the break and I can't remember what it is now. Um. Something about... 
Welcome to CC's. Did I miss anything? Uh, maybe it was about Hainsworth. Where is he opening his uh his restaurant? We can talk about it now, I guess, real quick. There's not much to talk about. He's opening it near University of Tennessee. <laughs> Are you kidding? The people there wouldn't be able to pay for the food. And you know he needs money. Even though he got <laughs> all that he got all that money from Dan Snyder, but he had to pay like a bunch to his ex wife. Bunch to the person he beat up on road rage. A bunch to that waitress that he sexually, you know. Wait, wait, wait! He's opening touched. it near UT in Nashville. I believe it is Nashville. Yeah, yeah. His alma mater. Oh, UT's not Tennessee. in Nashville. No, it's in Knoxville. It's in I Knoxville. Mean, yeah, but I mean, is he opening in Knoxville or in Nashville? It says Knoxville. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. The University of Tennessee. In Knoxville. I thought it was Nashville, but because that's his Titans. You know, hey, when's that open? Right. Cause, hey, because our, our um, Suzanne's uh, cousins that play football <laughs> live in Knoxville. Yeah. So, and I have to go down there for one of their games this year. When's it open? I'm going to go and give you guys a report. It says, according to the NFL, the National Football League, according to them, that uh, the restaurant will be a new franchise of Burger Fi, a Florida-based chain. Wait, he's opening a Burger Fi? Gourmet quality beef. We have Burger Fi here in Raleigh, dudes. Is, is it, it good? Any good? Yes, yeah, it's, it's really good. It's a little bit pricey. What I re- they have really good burgers, and they have a totally secret menu, so you have to ask for the secret menu. But um, what I really Does like it have is Hainsworth secret sauce on it. They have frozen, <laughs> dude. They have like the best frozen custard I've ever had. I think. Wait, better than Carlisle, dude? Better. Are you sure it was custard, dude? Frozen custard, yes. Uh. They t- they take this frozen custard and they they will take a, suit. a hunk of key lime pie and they put it in with the custard and then mix it up like a milkshake, but it's still custard. Dude, that sounds awesome, but now that I know Hainsworth has something to do with this place, it sounds like I want to puke now. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. Yes. And I can't believe that this company, knowing how bad of a person he is, if they're but, looking at the image of their company, that they would actually do that. Like, let him become an owner. We just need a sound effect of Dude, money talks, man. They'd be like, how much capital do you have? He's like, you know, you can clean me out, guys, but I got $120,000 left to open this franchise. We, that's just the tip. Tubby Custard. <laughs> <laughs> but they say Tubby it's custard. going to open Tubby this custard. September. Tubby Custard. <laughs> it's going to open this September. So, well, uh, well, I'll yeah. be, I was hoping it'd be in Nashville. Nashville. I'll, I'll be in Nashville next week. I was hoping it'd be there. What are you doing in Nashville? Uh, we got a project there, dude. You're, Our, you're not even coming by here crazy. for a visit. It's only like two hours. I'm flying to Nashville. Like four hours. Morning. I get in at nine thirty. I get back on a flight at five o'clock to come back here. Two hours in Josh time. I'm just in and out in a day, dude. All right, fine. Um, okay. I'll be in Columbus after that. You can come up and see me up there. That's two. That's four hours away. Yeah, that is four hours. Hey. Just like Nashville. But you can go to that Wings place and get some broccoli and get some really hot sauce. <laughs> hey, Jack. I think Josh. Josh. Hey, Jack. I think Josh. Hey, Jack. If anybody hey, Jack. knows, you know, I know it's been a bit. But you go to Columbus on a regular, and you went to school out there. Yes. So I'm sure you know your way around the restaurant scene. I'll be in Columbus like three weeks out of next month. You You know your way around the big house. I mean... The horseshoe. The horseshoe, dude. Wow, you just pissed off. Dude, all seriously. All three Ohio State fans listening. Yeah, I did that on purpose. 
<laughs> the big house. Seriously, it is. You don't big think house? Is it called the big house because Albert Hainsworth lives there? The big house. The biggers, the biggers house. Oh, speaking Michigan. of, hey, I think it's time. Oh, wait, don't we have something for a... Uh... Oh, yeah, did you guys see this before we get into the kicks and games? London Fletcher has a, uh, has a uh, nice little ride up here in SI, latest issue yeah. of Sports Illustrated. And he talks about, uh, if you guys remember, how he got hurt in the first preseason game and had to come out and miss the second one. And everyone was like, oh, man, oh, no, he's too old, like me especially. Man, he's too old. He's too broken down. We're not going to be able, you know, this is going to be the season he goes downhill in a hurry. And I was more or less wrong. But the reason was he had a concussion. And because it was the preseason, they did not have to inform. They, they don't have an injury report that you technically have to do for preseason, even though, you know, the whole reason you have an injury report is for gamblers. And I know gamblers bet on those games, so that makes no sense. Um, but he said, uh, quote, I'm not going to tell an opponent about anything that I've got going on, so it's just the way I am. But the thing is, he had issues related to this all the way through October, and if you guys remember, he was struggling for the first half of the season, and then he came on strong in the second half. And the mm-hmm. issue, he was dealing with issues from his concussion. Like from ba- with balance issues and stuff. Balance issues, yeah. And he said, quote, I think players sometimes go running to the training room too much. And he went on to say that, you know, you got don't go to the training room for every little thing. You've got to stay out there and play unless right. it's something really serious. And yeah. a lot of football players think that way, I think. Especially yeah. well, a lot more linemen, linebackers i think the people he was i, I think he was kind of taking indirect shots at, at kind of more prima donna positions like the receivers wide receivers <laughs> i think indirectly dude and then you got people like java best that are just done from a concussion yeah sometimes people just can never come back from them Sidney crosby is still kind of struggling on that in uh in hockey he took forever to come back and he's still not really the same guy same player he was as much as i can't stand him being a Washington fan, you know, he was one of the best players in the NHL, and now he's. it's going to be interesting to see if he can get back to that form because he's still not quite there yet. It's going to, some people, it just it affects them worse than others. Some people can come back from Achilles. Some people cannot. Some people, Adrian Peterson and hopefully RG3, come back in six, seven months from a, from a torn ACL, and some people never do. Yeah. With that being said, should we go in our games and kicks? Crank it up. Crank it up. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. All right, who wants to go first? Josh? Wait, aren't this week's Kicking the Balls Awards brought to us by anybody? Uh, Are they brought to us by anyone? They're brought to you by um, Desmond C. Lee 2. Because <laughs> Desmond C. Lee 1 was hacked. Are you serious? <laughs> brought to you by the Triangle Casket Store. Everyone else this week just complained about my mishap with the microphone, so no one else has, has brought it to us this week. Uh, uh, we lost our sponsorship because of that is what you're saying. And four listeners. And our four listeners. All right. Damn, that means we have like three left. Yeah. Uh, well, the three of you, I guess I'll go ahead and give my kick. In, All right. Well, in, in I got my own ready. Oh, right. go ahead then. Um, ahead. I man, I think I'm gonna give a kick to you know it's 
it's easy to kind of kick kick scrubs at this point in the season because um, they're all trying to get a spot on the team. But it's also easy to give the outstanding scrubs a uh, game ball. So um, who's our guy? Uh, the um, the running back, Thomas. <laughs> right. Thompson? Thompson, Th- the one Thompson. from the state. He's the guy he fumbled, right? And it was recovered by Pittsburgh. And he got hurt on the and fumble. And he got hurt on the Randy fumble. got hurt on the fumble. Allegedly. Yeah. Dude, not a way to show up and, like, make the team and, like, you know, be taken seriously. Yeah. 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 And he, he got did. hurt. And he got hurt, allegedly. Yeah. I think it might have been hurt feelings. because he had a starburst in his sock. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was pretty funny. Apparently, Starburst uh, sent him a whole box of Starbursts, thinking that it was a nice thing to do. Did they really? They and did. Free publicity, kind of like Mazda fixing up Alfred Morris' car. At Easton Motors, <laughs> your job, your credit. Your job, your credit. All right, John, who's your kick going to? Um, well, I think my kick is going to go to Dijon Mustard, man. What a terrible game. What an absolutely horrendous game for him. Let's hope he can bounce back in game three because we are so thin back there. We need him to uh, step up. And I did say earlier that that helmet-to-helmet hit was not his fault. That was just... You know, bang bang play. The guy spun down, caught it, and spun downward as he as he did a hundred and eighty degree turn right into him, where he was hitting the guy at ball level. Uh, so <laughs> I thought I Sick. thought that was a weak call. That wasn't fair. You said ball level. He hit him right at the ball level, dude. All right. But what should have been the ball level? So that's my kick. All right. I was thinking about giving my kick to Rambo, but you know he kind of cause that fumble near the end so then that did not get him the game ball award but it got him away from the kick in the ball <laughs> so then my kick in the balls award is gonna have to go to Rex Grossman and here's why <laughs> for once in my life I gave him the benefit of the doubt and was like no this is, he's having the game of his life this is gonna be an awesome game he's he's not gonna throw any picks and then John was like no, dude, he's due for a time. pick right here. And I was like, no way. He's not going to get a pick. He's going to go through this whole game and watch another touchdown this was right the here. First, I think this was the first drive of the third quarter. Yeah. And I was like, dude, no, he's due for a pick. It's coming right now. And what happened? <laughs> a pick. And then John said he also has time left to get a fumble. And I was like, no way, because Pat White's going to come in. <laughs> so he's getting my kick for, uh, well... Being Rex Grossman. I gave the benefit of the doubt once, and he fell through. Hey, he played half a game. He only had one pick. That's actually not bad for him. He had some really good passes up until that point, too. Well, that's what's so incredibly frustrating about Rex Grossman, his entire career. He has flashes of brilliance, then he has flashes of Rex Grossman. He gets too overconfident, like, man, I'm having an awesome game, and then he tries something stupid. I guess so. And, I mean, he's always good for one or two picks and usually one lost fumble every game. Yep. He has no always elusive has ability back there. If anyone's coming in they gets close to a sack, they get the sack. His awareness on Madden is low. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. His awareness. His awareness on Madden is low. Low. <laughs> Yellow low. <laughs> and now, the coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Award. 
It's time for the Game Ball Award, brought to you by Ritapoo. Uh, at least they didn't abandon us like Nike abandoned Tiger Woods. Those jerks. Dude. All right, who's going? Uh, uh, I gotta find my guy. I can't remember his name now, dude. Um, oh come on, it's on the tip of my tongue. Lance yeah. Lewis. I'll, <laughs> I'll go ahead and give mine. Mine is going to Roy Helu because I think he really uh has sewn up the the backup, uh third down running back catch out of the backfield position. I think that is all his. Yeah. Your job, your credit. Okay, Josh. I'm still looking for my guy here. I can't remember the dude's name, but I think he's going to make the team. Albert. Defensive player, help me out. Is he is he a BFF? Is he or our is he new Twig? Is he our new linebacker? Yes, what's his name? Um Jenkins. J- Jenna. Jenna Jameson. No. No, dude. He, isn't he a running back? <laughs> dude, dude. What's his name? <laughs> yeah, he's a running back. <laughs> I'm looking for it. It's another Jenkins, I think. You're not thinking of Daryl Tapp, are you? No, it's not. T- it's not he he had a, a somewhat surprisingly decent game. It's Jenkins. It's the other Jenkins, not Jarvis. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I know you're the talking linebacker. about. Find the raw. It was that guy that they signed after, uh, what's-his-face, Torres, Torres Peck or Tricep or whatever it was. Oh, gosh. I can't think of it, No, dude. our rookie, dude. Jenkins, rookie, the linebacker. The rookie linebacker? Uh, it's it's going to drive me nuts now. Uh, he was tackling like crazy. He was, we don't he was have getting, a linebacker into, the back, he was getting into the backfield. He was uh, <laughs> chasing down the quarterback. He was You're talking all about the- Ryan Kerrigan, dude. <laughs> Barry Cofield? McElroy. It wasn't, and it wasn't... Uh, it was Jenkins. Rob Jackson was out there running around because he's not suspended for preseason. Yeah, he was tearing it up, but there was another dude. I know who Josh is talking about. I just can't remember his name. Marvin oh. Burnett? No. Ricky Elmore? No. William oh. Compton? Bill Con- I'm just going to start making up names now because I might as well for those three guys. Willie Cullen? <laughs> Isn't he a Philip w- McCrevis? William Gay. Bill. No, he Cullen. plays for the Steelers. He just got back to the Steelers. He was he gone. He was at the Cardinals for a year, then realized the Hold error on. of his ways. Dude, everyone that does that, just about. They go to the Cardinals and they're just like, man, it sucks here. Base 340. Let's see. It was. I'll tell you. Credit. Hurry up, Josh. This podcast is getting long. As Aaron, go ahead and do was yours. It, was, it De, was it DeSoto? Vic uh, Soto. I don't, was that so, Soto? I don't remember him having an awesome game. Was it Quan Sturdivant? <laughs> Telling you it was Jenna James, uh, Jenkins. <laughs> he's a, oh, he's a running back, and he didn't have a good game. Talking no, about the that's linebacker. Not who, that's not who it was. Oh, right, well, you were thinking. I thought you said Jenna Jameson. You said right. Jenkins. There is no linebacker named Jenkins. Dude. Maybe he's a defensive end. Maybe maybe he is a defensive end. But he was tearing it know. up. Yeah. Anyway, is, go is ahead. Is there another Jenkins besides Jarvis on the team? Oh, I don't know. But I gotta say, I want to give a mini little game ball to Jarvis I, Jenkins. I, Jarvis Jenkins is who you're thinking about. No, no, someone uh, another Jenkins besides Jarvis. I think. Um, let me point this out. I think David Amerson had a good game. I got to point that out. NC State. I thought talent. he sucked. I thought he, played, <laughs> Aaron I thought he had a pretty that, good yeah. game. 
debate. I Why that one play where he just looked all confused, like he didn't know what was going on. Well, he's still learning. Oh, I you're think talking about. Oh, I think he's got teed, uh, teed. I think he's got speed. He's got and I tweed. Think, tweed. <laughs> tweed and, and speed, I man. think he's got an instinct, man. I think we're going to see him with some interceptions. Dude, he had some kind of stinct, but it wasn't instinct. Dude, Dr. James Andrews is the one with the tweed. He's wearing. He's going to get some interceptions this season, and I will say I called it. He's a good player. He's a good player. You're thinking of Brandon Jenkins. Thank you, Brandon Jenkins. That's who it is. Outside He's a linebacker, isn't he? He's an outside linebacker, yes. I told you, and I'm not even looking at a roster. You were right. You right. You right. Is that who you were talking about that had the good game, Brandon Jenkins? Uh, I hope so. What was his stat line? I don't know. One assist. Don't worry about it. All right, You're the stat guy. Well, can I give my game ball to someone? <laughs> I don't think he had a stat. I'm going to give my game ball to Ryan Kerrigan and Barry Cofield and Leonard Hankerson. And... Wow. Barry Cofield for disrupting big, fat Ben Roethlisberger on 100 plays. Mm-hmm. He had half a sack. Ryan Kerrigan for the obvious. And Hankerson for that awesome one-handed grab in the end. <laughs> Even though he did miss the easy one. Yep. I'd be remiss if I didn't point that out. <laughs> I'd, I'd be remiss. Again. Two times in one podcast. Hater. Uh, hey, I didn't say anything bad about uh, Santana Moss, and I never do. You never hear me say anything bad about him. He, he had a good passes? game. Yeah, but I, I thought he had a good game, dudes. He did. I don't say anything bad about him, even when he does drop passes. Why? Because I like him. Because <laughs> don't you have his jersey? No, I need to get it. No, I him? said last year that he earned. Oh, that's the right. right. He's on your list. He earned the he earned the right for me for to buy to his jersey, jersey, but I haven't gotten it yet. He's on your list. Because your jersey is on my list. Yeah, I was going there too, but I couldn't think of a. Okay, um, so that rounds out our kicks and games, right? I believe so. Should we go into the uh, hog slop and uh and kick this big? Let's kick it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hog slop, hog slop, hog slop. All right, dudes. Real quick, we run down this little list here. Ray Guy, the punter. The punting, the best punter in college football, has the award is named after him. He is a senior candidate for the Hall of Fame this year. Thanks in part to Washington Redskins Hall of Famer Ken Houston going into the meeting and arguing his case to the senior committee. Because he wasn't allowed to be on the senior one again, was he? I, I Honestly, I don't know. No, I think he just finished his regular 15-year or whatever it is on for the regular nomination. Oh, okay. And apparently, from what I was reading, the other guy that's a senior committee a guy nominee had been in there before but I couldn't tell if he was a, one of the two senior finalists or not. The article was not clear. But Ray Guy is a senior candidate, and Rick Ken Houston and another Hall of Famer went into the meeting with the stupid sports writers and were like, dudes, seriously, you need to put this guy on the ballot, and you need to put him in the, in the Hall of Fame. It's ridiculous. Just because he's a punter does not mean he should be discriminated against. And that's what you guys are doing. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> All right. So, rookie Chris Thompson, we talked about his starburst. We talked about Haynes Worthless. Um, let's see. 
players suing the NFL films yeah, for using their John, footage? John Riggins? John Riggins is one. There are four Hall of Famers and, and, a, and a handful of other players. They're suing NFL films for using footage of them without compensation. Apparently, there was an agreement done in the 90s after all these guys were retired for use for NFL films. But these guys, you know, these guys played when they weren't making as much money. So I guess they're trying to get some money back. Uh, they're like, look, how can we make money now? They're using us. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Interesting. We'll see if that, if anything comes of that. And the last one, I'm jumping into baseball on this hog slot, but I have got to quote or read this quote from Davey Johnson when he was asked, the manager of the Nationals, when he was asked by the junkies on WFAN if he'd be all right with one of his date, his players dating a porn star like one of the uh, players on the Red Sox are. And he said, quote, well, none of my guys could because we can't score. Score. <laughs> 70-year-old man dropped that on oh, sports that's awesome. radio. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, man, that is that is quote of the week. That might be quote of the month. That was fantastic. Oh, yeah. All right, next game, Buffalo. Josh will be there giving a long live report from Hale BBQ. You might see Josh over there. Yes, sir. Saturday, 4.30 game, people. I thought it was 4. Okay, 4.30 in the afternoon. According to Redskins.com. According to Larry. According to Larry. But Larry was also saying that Comcast is the uh, is the sole provider of the HD feed of that. Maybe that's how it works in, in Virginia. I really don't know. But uh, What about yeah. the NFL Network? Yeah, exactly. You know, he couldn't sit there and say, oh, yeah, it's 4.30. I just double-checked, triple-checked. Um he couldn't sit there and say, hey, we have the rights for this area, so you want to tune into us for HD, even though other places will have that. No, he was just like, we have HD, blah, 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 blah. It's like, dude, quit being a tool and just tell the people all the information so they know, instead of acting like, you know, all subterfuge and crap. Seriously. <laughs> That's so Larry. That's so old Dan Snyder Redskins. I hate that. Alan Bruce needs to fire him. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> Thanks to Desmond C. Lee Larry. and everyone that made it through the last podcast. Uh, I think John has sent the invites for the leagues. So we should be having updates Greyhawk on that. Football scene. league is uh, all set. I think Stud Horse disappeared on us, and I had to grab someone else up last minute. I'm not sure. I got to go back through the manager list again. So Stud Horse, to- if you're out there, dude, you better do something. No, it's it's already set. It's all done. Oh, so whoa. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I hope he's in there. I went through the list and I was like, I don't see him in there. So hopefully he has a different email or I'm just confused. That happens. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. Whoa, whoa. you got to check us out. HarryHogFootball.com. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at HarryHog. Um, at HarryHog. Check in on that with the, uh, the HarryHog on Twitter here and there, especially during game time. Um, and if you want to call us and leave a message on the hog line that number is seven seven harry hog h-a-r-r-y hog okay and hail to the redskins and if you see a cowboys fan joker, joker. joker.